Hey, welcome back to Grizz's Comments, the show of common sense on common ground, no matter what the subject. And a whole lot of stuff has been going on since the last time I um, did the thing. Last time I did it was the uh, uh, corruption investigation that Elizabeth Warren was looking into, and I think that was cool. Uh, now everything has gotten overshadowed by the war on Ukraine. I'm going to start with the opposition first, okay? Um, the opposition and everybody that just hates Biden and all this good stuff saying that uh, Biden is, is handling this poorly because of all the gas prices that have gone up. To be honest, they're lying because the gas prices started going up back when Biden uh, claimed that he was going to raise the taxes on the wealthy. Okay, so the gas corporations and fuel corporations and industries started jacking up the prices uh, to sort of teach us a lesson or something like that for voting for Biden and all this garbage, which I think is just pretty stupid. Um, and and it, it goes without saying that it's just dumb because they've always threatened this. They've always risen prices anytime something looks like they have to pay the bill, you know, or pay their, or in this case, just pay their fair share of taxes, okay? This is something that's been going on since God knows how long. And uh, for everybody now to say, oh, wake up, America. Biden is ruining everything. Oh, no, no, it's not. First off, no presidential administration has any control over the fuel industry. Plain and simple. They're raising taxes, they're raising prices uh, on their own, not because of any kind of a uh, uh, politician that's got a, a hold of it. If that was the case, there, there would have been, we would have had our gas prices jacked up, you know, skyrocketed every time a political figure came into office that had a hold of the fuel industry. Because let's just be honest, anything that they do got a hold of, they will do something insanely like that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Biden is no different. But he doesn't. He doesn't have a control over the fuel industry. Not by a long shot. He does, however, have influence to the IRS and influencing laws to make sure that the wealthy, all the way up to businesses, because for some oddball reason, here in the capital, capitalist world, businesses are people too. Biden is not disputing that. Biden is not disputing that. In fact, he's embracing that. And he's trying to make sure that everybody pays their fair share of taxes, no matter what the individual is, an actual human being or a business or anything in between. So what does that lead to? It leads to about 46% added wealth to today's economy 46% that's some serious money so and, and this and to say this this is going to be a tax relief that we're not going to be able to pay for anything that's a mistake because at best it means that the the taxes that we're paying is not going to go higher which is a good thing because it leads to such a strong stability of our finances, okay? 
instead of our taxes being so pushed on and solely pushed on to our infrastructure and anything else that's needed emergency uh, money uh, for natural disasters or what have you, you know, instead of it being laid solely on us, it's now got up to 46% of the nation's economy brought in by the taxes that are put on the wealthy. And that enables people like you and me, ordinary workers, because remember, I'm doing this on my lunch breaks, okay? I'm not, I don't have a studio. I'm not paid by some media corporation, whatever the hell. I'm throwing my opinion out there because I'm one of you. I'm just an ordinary guy. And I'm paying heavy taxes no differently than you guys are on the other side of this of this screen. Ergo, what I'm looking at with that 46% of our nation's economy being uh, uh, formed by taxing the wealth, I'm looking at me paying the stable, the stable steady flow of taxes while being able to spend loose money, or spending money, I should say, onto what I want or what I need, depending on the situation. That speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. And if the person who's telling you on the other end of this screen that that's bullcrap is either lying to you or is, or is just plain dumb that he can't see that and is trying to persuade you not to see that. It's trying to persuade you not to notice this. He's either part of the problem or he's about as sharp as a bowling ball. Okay? And you really shouldn't be listening to him or her. Whoever it is that this opposition is. Okay? Rising taxes is the sole reason why the gas came, started to climb. And the proof is the entire month of February and January, where we started to see after the new year, the prices start, they started to rise. Five cents, 10 cents, 20 cents. It started getting higher and higher, closer and closer to $3. It started getting closer and closer to $2.90. Then closer and closer to $3. And I, just like you, just like yourself, just like everybody else around our blocks, were wondering, God, is there going to be any rest of this? How much higher is it going to get? Well, now we're finding out. And they're using this war thing, this uh, problem with Ukraine and Russia as a reason and Biden is making all the wrong choices Biden is doing only what a president can do and that's provide sanctions okay but back to this right now first let's get let me finish this part the 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 fuel industries are saying no no it's this war on Russia it's it's the war on uh, the war on the Ukraine provided by Russia that's what's causing all the problems
That's what's making me. Okay. The fuel that was supposed to be brought down into Europe and in the U.S. is coming from Russia, right? Europe already ordered billions and billions of gallons. The U.S. already ordered billions of gallons, okay? We spent, uh, I think it was $650 million or something like that, $350 million? I don't really remember. But that was already paid before Biden was even in office, back when it was just a project startup. And then it already paid, paid through by the time Biden got into office. So that's our oil now, okay? That was all before this conflict took place. That was all before February. This started, this started as far back as last year. And now it comes with finding out, because of this conflict, it comes with finding out that Russia is sending its oil through its pipeline to Europe. Yes. However, it's doing it after invading other countries for their oil. Crimea was an example of that. And now the Ukraine. But, don't say but, however, we've got... Uh, we've got to stop to that. And we've stopped the pipeline. And now we've got the fuel industry uh, having to jack up all the prices, saying, well, this is the problem that Biden caused with Russia. When in point of fact, that is not the case. Remember, there was this thing called the Keystone Pipeline. Now it's still sending oil through. But it got cut off because of the Dakota Access part. The Dakota Access pipeline that wound up going through uh, native soil. Illegally through native soil. So shifts had to be re rearranged. Stuff had to be stopped. And then there was a leak a year after Trump opened up the, uh, the, the valves again and started the, the oil flowing through again. There wound up being a huge leak, so it had to get shut down again. Well, now Biden has this situation where there's a problem with the uh, with the oil. He's already used the reserves, the oil from Russia. He's already used our reserves, or he's got it open now. So all that's left is pipelines like the Keystone to be put back into place, but this time to be shipped out, trucked out north and south of the Dakota Access part because that's that's still illegally placed on top of native soil, Native American indigenous soil. Okay? Which calls for a lot more workers. It calls a lot, for, a lot more workers and a lot more cooperation and a lot of uh, business. To think that the fuel industry has to say, well, that's destroyed and there's no port in it and Biden has ruined the country. You got to pay more than $3 per gas now, $3 per gallon now. You got to pay jacked up prices for oil. Now. That's just absurd. It's absurd because it's nothing but stupid corporate greed. Okay? Lazy corporate greed. Lazy. Instead of investing in putting more workers out there, because they're always claiming that they're responsible for jobs. And I can't remember the stats, but I can honestly tell you there's 300,000 workers, not millions, 300,000 workers 
and about 15 to 30,000 workers are always getting laid off annually. Okay? Nationwide, there's 300,000 workers, truckers, oil drillers, and all this good stuff. Pumpers. Frackers. 300,000 people doing this nationwide. 15 to 30 percent, 15 to 30,000 of them wind up getting laid off. And what that, I'll tell you what that's about. It's about uh, wells that go dry, you know, or wells that are success. Uh, and so the, the, the drillers now have to move on. So they're getting laid off. And what they have to do is go through the union to go through the help wanted section through the union or get applied applied through the union and have uh, have them being placed to another drilling site. Okay? That's standard. That's standard. That's the way it's always been since the oil field was created, I guess. Uh, but 15 to 30,000 of them are dropped off. Now, what happens when those people are, are let go is that all the invested money that was spent on these employees after they get done drilling or when they find a uh, an empty well you know whatever it was that was supposed to be spent on them annually well they keep the industry pockets that and lets those employees go why cuz it's cheap that way it's more profitable that way that's how you bring in great business you got to let them go and you got to keep whatever is invested in them that has not been spent already that's serious business. That's big business. And, and and to top it all off, that's what they call good business. Despite the fact that it's dicking the employees. And that's just on a drill level. Truckers have to go through this. Uh, frackers have to go through this. Even though we don't like fracking anyway, but that's beside the point. This is what they have to go through. Now, if the fuel industry who sees that there's no Russian oil coming, no more anyway, no more Russian oil. Now that, that we've gotten our oil, I, I don't know if it's been shipped yet from there to here. Um, it's possible that it's been put on a halt to try to teach America a lesson, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it, but it's still our oil that's owed to us. So more than likely, we're going to get it. <laughs> we're going to get it back. Um, we're going to get what we paid for. And that's for fuel and oil. Now, the fuel industries who see that there's nothing coming from Russia, nothing anymore. They could see this. They have to rehire those truckers that they laid off throughout the pandemic. It's just common sense. But the greed of the corporations that have made them so lazy to hire and fire and keep whatever is not spent is what's going on right now. That's what's ruining our gas industry, our fuel and oil industry. That's what's ruining it. Sloppiness and laziness of the corporations which again has nothing to do with Biden or any president for that matter. They don't have their hand into this. They're only doing the paperwork, so to say. The legal policy-based paperwork, that's it.
And don't forget, Trump, the previous one, authorized offshore drilling. We should have tons of drills pumping oil out of our shores now. I, I don't think Biden stopped it yet. I don't think Biden stopped it. If he did, fine. But now he has a decision to make. But as far as I can remember, he didn't stop those offshore drills. He certainly didn't stop offshore drilling out of other countries, out of Mexico, out of Costa Rica, out of Venezuela. He hasn't stopped any of those. He's just stopped a couple he's just stopped the Dakota Access pipeline, which is a small branch of the Keystone pipeline. So, that being said, you know, the oil industry just needs to pull up the pants and roll up the, the thing and stop wanking off, roll up the sleeves, stop jerking themselves around, stop jerking off, and they need to get back into shape. They need to get the fuel and oil industry back into a working machine. The same working machine that was a good driving force of our economy. And they need to stop with this hiring and firing and all this other crap and just bring in all the workers that they laid off throughout the pandemic, put them to work, pay them what they owed. Now, I understand these truckers are making, you know, $2,500, $3,500 a week. But, uh, you know, it's a small price to pay for the fuel and oil that this country needs. And you know the industry will bank off of while telling Russia, you know, while giving Russia the middle finger. And some people are saying that we have to go back to trading with the Saudis and all this stuff. We got to buy Saudi oil now. No, that's the lazy, cheap way of doing things. And to top it all off, cheap is still debatable. Given the fact that all we got to do is straighten everything out here in our states all we have to do is go back to making things safer rehire everybody here in the states we keep the oil here in the states we keep our fuel here in the states we keep our light natural gas and i've i've brought this up on one of the other uh, issues either on this one or on the youtube chris's comments about that um ccp former ccp uh agent that bought this big giant crap of land here in my state of Texas and is drilling not light natural gas and is shipping it to China. We could throw sanctions on them and we can have it to where we keep the light natural gas. You know, um, there's tons of things that we can do rather than go back to the Saudis. Screw that. All we have to do is just stop being a lazy company. A lazy uh, company, economic-wise. All the fuel and oil industry has to do is just stop being lazy. And stop giving into the greed, or at least just stop letting their greed make them these lazy bitches that they are now, in this day and age. It has nothing to do with Russia, why we're paying all these high gas prices. And what about the food? What about the food? All that stuff is hiked up also. This has been a problem that was starting since the new year. We had to cut off the uh, the avocados late, just recently. 
so I mean, they what? Are they, how is invading? How is Russia invading the Ukraine? You know, forcing us to stop accepting avocados. How is Russia invading the Ukraine? Forcing us to raise prices on our multivitamins, you know, the nutrients and stuff that keeps us healthy when we take it on a daily basis. You know, that none of that has to do with uh, Russia and Ukraine. And they say, well, Biden isn't doing anything to stop Russia anyway. Actually, technically he is. For one... He's expanded that we're moving on to the next subject. For one, he's moving he's uh uh he's uh, expanded the sanctions against the Russian central bank, the swift banking, uh possibly even crypto. He's got the US has gone as far as expelling 12 Russian UN diplomats for charges of espionage activities. Now they're not really giving any details on that yet. But nevertheless, it's a good move. As far as I'm concerned, they don't really need to uh, um, give an explanation. Particular 12 that they're claiming is a threat to us for espionage activities. That's all I need to know. Neutral Swiss, uh, neutral Swiss joins uh, the EU sanctions against Russia, Switzerland. A place that's supposed to be safe for everybody uh, has has joined in blocking off uh, Russian uh, finances and all this good stuff, Russian banking. Which, oh, for the record, the Chinese are not lifting any sanctions or are not raising any sanctions against Russia. Okay, China is and North Korea is not against Russia, so it's pretty obvious that business. Is going to be done within those three countries. Hence another reason why I'm saying that the fuel and oil industry needs to quit their crap and saying, well, we got to rely on other countries if we can't rely on this one. No, no. We rely on ourselves and we rely on our allies. Okay? We rely on ourselves and our allies no differently than what Russia, China, and North Korea are doing right now. And what they're doing right now, the, the war is not to blame. What's going on in the war? Quite a bit. Okay? Movement from Russia convoy still moving into Ukraine despite of the peace talks. The peace talks ended and the first wave of peace talks ended and nothing is stopping them. The ICC, the International Criminal Court, which opened a probe into uh, war crimes in Ukraine, uh, led by Human Rights Chief Michel Bachelet, Bachelet, who is the president of Chile. She's a UN member, UN Human Rights Chief. Her office confirmed 102 civilians, including seven children killed in the Russian invasion, 304 others wounded in U in Ukraine since Thursday, February 24th. Currently at the time of this recording, it is March 1st. So in six days, seven days, uh, six days, the, uh, the, we've already got 
a convoy that's still going in, injuring and killing people. Uh, and it's the Russians. And nothing's stopping them. Okay, that's what's going on while Biden is out here issuing sanctions and all this good stuff. Biden is hitting Russia where it counts in the wallet. And he's not dragging us into a fight with Russia. Because so far Russia uh, Russia is having to deal with the Ukrainians. Okay, the Ukrainians themselves. While they are fighting, there's a lot of photos and videos showing long waits and traffic jams at the border crossings as thousands of civilians try to leave the Ukraine. It went from 500,000 and change in five days of refugees. This is a foreshadowing of a refugee crisis in Europe. You know it's going to be a problem. But the Russians are still being held off by the Ukrainian fighters, which is good. There's talks of families separating, um, leaving while a certain amount leaving while another smaller amount stays or, or another amount stays and fights the Russians. Okay. Now, here's something I got to I got to stick to this subject about refugees uh, because an alarming note, a more alarming note came up uh, while looking into this. Now, I'm not a journalist, but in order to post what I'm trying to state to you guys, I got to sort of look, uh, sort of do it like that. Uh, and, and it's very difficult for somebody like me that's got very z zero as a journalist uh, experience. But what I found is uh, kids with cancer in Ukraine's shelter in hospital basements, okay, hoping to evacuate. According to one of the doctors, a number of kids have access to only a basic form of chemotherapy right now. Other treatments have been interrupted, raised some concerns that the children could relapse, not achieve uh, remission, remission, or, or just get more sick. Now, that's a very serious subject uh, because of that, uh, the situation of um, refugees, you know, and an upcoming refugee crisis. Which leads me to this next mo uh, uh, subject. 40 Democrats and two Republicans said... The Biden administration should offer Ukrainians in the U.S. access to temporary protected statute status, which is a humanitarian deportation relief program for immigrants whose native countries have been beset by war, natural disasters, or other crises. Okay? In other words, we should be kinder to our damn immigrants. Uh, we should help the immigrants... And the problems that they've got in this particular case concerning the children with cancer who are stuck in uh, hospital basements, it's pretty obvious that the um, that this kind of policy, which protects migrants here, should also protect migrants uh, that come here, and we should really allow uh, those sick, sickly children, um, those sickly children patients. 
to come over here. And now, technically, it doesn't have to be here. It can be in Australia. It can be in different parts of Europe. I understand that. But those aren't the only people that are in, in this ugly situation. Those children aren't the only ones that are in ugly in this very situation. They're going to be run out of town. They're going to be run out of their country. Or they're going to die there. Sound familiar? It's a very huge immigration problem that's been going on over here in the States, which technically never should have been a problem. You know, it shouldn't have been a problem. The opposition was wrong. The opposition is wrong today, and it's going to be wrong tomorrow, especially with these cancer patients in the Ukraine. No differently than any child that had a problem or physical condition in um in the border in our border and we gotta vote out here in texas we gotta vote out greg abbott we gotta change these leaders big time and i understand that the 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 resentment towards the current uh uh candidates uh the number one guy right now is beto o'rourke who's a Democrat, not a Republican. He's got issues about competitive guns. Um, we don't. Um, but I'm, I'm, I still say vote for whoever because whoever's next is not going to be causing these damn problems. They're going to be minute by comparison. All we have to do is take a stand and tell our governor our next governor, that we're not going to be giving up our guns. We'll be responsible with them. But to think that because one wacko did something with his gun, that all of us should pay the price for it, obviously, that's going to come to some, there's going to come to some problems, you know. And it's way better to have a governor to be our mother and expect us to be responsible over the current governor, Greg Gestapo Abbott, who says nothing about this, deregulates everything, you know, and then just lets us be free to do whatever the hell we want with our guns. And that's wrong. It is just plain wrong. One would think that Governor Greg Abbott was a communist. That he was all pro-Russia. Trying to weaken us. For Russians. Uh, profit. At least that's what this next guy thinks. About a certain celebrity. Mr. Misinformation himself. Joe Rogan. The same guy that gave all the misinformation. About the virus. The masks. The vaccines. The very same. Uh. Uh guy that, that should be disbanded from Spotify, but is not. He's still there. Damn it. He claims that Steven Seagal, that's the actor that I'm talking about, the celebrity. Steven Seagal is fighting for the Russians. He's over there right now in Ukraine fighting for the Russians, because we all know how much he loves Putin. I also think that's true, but who am I to talk I don't have any physical evidence of it. But yeah, I believe Steven Seagal is, is uh, fighting for the Russia. 
I believe he's pro-Russian. I believe he likes uh, shooting his guns and shooting Ukrainians. I believe it. I believe it's true. The only way that I'm not going to believe it is if he condemns everything Russia, breaks everything off with Putin, and joint support against uh, Russians, joint support for sanctions against Russians, uh, Russia, especially Putin. Um, Steven Seagal and uh, Putin's bitch Donald Trump. Donald Trump says Putin's a genius. Donald Trump says, you know, he's a great guy and all this stuff and Biden's doing everything wrong and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And the majority of us out here are like, bitch, we know you's fucking him. We don't want to hear nothing about you, what you got to say. But uh, no, there's there's uh, Donald Dick sucking Trump jumping up on a podium talking. Praising Putin. Oh my God, he's so big. You know, uh, him and Steven Seagal, Trump and Seagal, and they are they are Putin's uh, uh, bitches, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't like Joe Rogan. I think his misinformation is is uh, incredibly harmful. But when it comes to his point that Seagal and Trump, uh, guy, he's uh, I'm sorry, he's not wrong. He's not wrong in thinking that. I know because I'm thinking that. I think they're over there, you know, massaging Putin's nuts and uh, w with their tongues and loving it, uh, knowing that they're in their right place. I don't like Joe. It still doesn't make me like Joe Rogan any anymore, but I can honestly say he's not wrong. Finally, guns. Okay. T-Electric on YouTube. T-Electric. Uh, my compliments to you on uh, February 27, 2022. The Ukraine government is handing out guns to its citizens right now. Which is why we need to not have our guns taken away from us. I mentioned something about that concerning uh, Beto O'Rourke. Um, who's got an issue with combative guns given the fact that a combative gun was used to slaughter defenseless people. Um, and I get it. I get it. And I see T-Electric. <laughs> I, I see his point too. You know, there is, however, a problem with T-Electric's point though, with his case. Okay, well, I... I I should say with this case, T-Electric is claiming, why are we giving away our guns when war comes and the government is just going to give it back to us? What if we don't get our guns? What if we get somebody else's guns and it's a shitty gun? And I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. Uh, I understand it. There is a small problem to that. We're not at war. Uh, with anybody, uh, or and and much less is there an actual invasion going on? And I know a lot of people like, oh, the migrants, the migrants. Well, the immigrants are starving uh, people struggling to get over the border. They're defenseless. They've been picked off by cartels. They've been kidnapped. 
They've been assaulted. They've been raped. They've been brutally battered, beaten, and they're struggling to get across the border. They're starving. They're dingy, dirty, incredibly dangerously hygienic uh, uh, hazards. And, uh, and, and, and here's Americans with combative military weapons wanting to kill them, claiming there's bad hombres coming. I'm sure there are. But if you ever take a look at the file footages of what police are recording, they're coming in through cars. They're not crossing the border through, uh, uh, through the, the water. Hell, uh, Republican crews went ahead and uh, was with that same camera crew that showed cartel transporting defenseless, starving, hungry families, beaten and battered families across a, a river with a boat dumping dumping the families over here and then sailing right back so that bad hombre is not even coming here he's just crossing a river and then going right back after dumping all the desperate people so you see there's yeah i mean come on cruz himself recorded that he was with the camera crew ted cruz a fel another texan that's unworthy of being called one. This douchebag, this dick sucker, that Trump dick sucker, you know, he sucks Trump's dick. I'm sure he'd suck Putin's no differently, but for right now, he's he's Trump's bitch. He himself was on that excavation with the fam with the camera crew that recorded those bad hombres not even setting foot on American soil. They were just dumping bodies. Well, families, live families. But nevertheless, they might as well be dead. They've been beaten and, and, and raped and, and picked off. And some of their siblings have been taken away from them. You know, I mean, what the hell? By cartels. And for the record, T-Electric and uh, Beto O'Rourke... Whatever stance you guys are on this, none of it is actually protecting those poor migrants who finally get here, much less over there when they leave their own country to try to cross through Mexico. Yeah, so neither one of you can really call yourself patriotic, okay? Neither one of you can really call yourselves, you know, the ones with the best intention, because it's just not right. That is incredibly wrong. And so are you. You two especially. Um, so that's it for right now. We got a whole mess of crap going on overseas. And a whole mess of crap here that's blaming overseas. And it's just downright bullshit. So uh, for right now... This is what we got going. But we still got the coronavirus out there here in the States. And I really, really hope that y'all still keep practicing safe distancing. That you're still especially washing your hands, cochinos. And that you're, you know, wearing your mask, even though it's not protecting you from it. But you are protecting others around you. 
and that you're getting your vaccination and or whatever medicines that you actually need. You know, me, I'm taking vax because my body knows what a vaccination is and it soaks it up like a sponge. And it, it and I just feel incredibly better. I'm incredibly more healthier. The aches go away. The exhaust goes away. The fatigue goes away. Pain goes away. I'm back to being a normal, healthy individual. As sure as I've been taking vaccinations and, and uh, I've been inoculated with uh, immunization shots and, uh, and flu shots and uh, allergy shots, you know, as far back as the mumps, uh, the measles, chicken pox, any other kind of pox, um, rabies, I don't know, tetanus, um, you know, I once got uh, pulled over for DWI, I got sent to jail, I got a tuberculosis shot, you know, that was the night that I sobered up, by the way, that was August 27, 2001, because I told myself when I first got the illegal connections to the uh, alcohol and drugs back at the age of 14, when I get caught, that's when I know it's time to sober up. 14 years later, at the age of 28, I sobered up uh, because I got busted. Uh, I kept That's the one promise I kept to myself, and I haven't looked back. I'm enjoying my sobriety, uh, and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I love staying safe. Uh, I love staying sober. I love staying safe, and I hope all of you out there stay safe as well, even if you're not sober. <laughs> I'll understand. Hey, this former guy understands. Okay. Uh, stay safe out there. There's still technically four versions of the co of the coronavirus, COVID-19. You got COVID-19, the original form, which the vaccinations are been taken care of, including some certain uh, uh, medicines based on what your body is telling you. Okay. Be honest with yourselves. Don't just take ivermectin and think that that's all that you need. Don't just take hydroxychloroquine and think that's all that you need, especially if it doesn't do much. If the vaccination is what you need, take the darn vaccination, please. Um, also, okay, so that's the COVID, and then it mutated into the Delta variant, which is uh, COVID-19, but only clingier. Then it mutated into Omicron. Omicron is the Delta variant, uh, but spreads faster. Um, and now we have BA.2. And I don't know if that's if that point is supposed to be there or not. Um, but that's what I'm that's what I, the label that I'm looking at. BA.2. Okay. BA.2 is Omicron but only harder to detect. Uh, I don't know if that means it's a little bit more transparent, so therefore it can, it's easy to miss, or it's mutated into a form that looks like an entirely different virus, okay? It's mutated into a form that looks like an entirely different virus. One of the viruses that I'm thinking of is the flu virus, okay? According to everybody's uh, statistics, the flu virus is still a high death toll taker. Now, if it's been, uh, if it's still up there or has increased in numbers, it's more than likely, it's more than likely that we're not looking at 
the flu virus, we're looking at BA.2. And if that's the case, that explains quite a bit. Um, because if y'all noticed during the, uh, during the past pandemic and stuff, we hardly ever heard anything of the flu. The Omicron was too strong. It was too powerful. Actually, it was the Delta variant, not Omicron. It was the Delta variant that was, uh, considered too strong for the virus, uh, for the flu virus to actually survive, uh, which makes sense. Uh, Omicron came and then it spread even faster. So we heard less and less of the flu, but now, or don't say, but however, now that we're hearing about cases being on the rise, uh, in the flu virus section, well, it only stands to reason that BA2 dot, uh, BA.2 looks like or resembles the flu virus itself. It's a different virus, but it's probably being mistaken for the flu virus. Uh, probably based upon the number of proteins that it's got on itself. Proteins or anti-proteins, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember the politically, medically correct term. That being said, BA.2 is out there. Omicron is out there. BA.2 might be mistaken for Omicron. Uh, BA.2 BA might be mistaken for the flu virus. So it's either more transparent or it looks a little bit more like another virus based on its shape or structure or how it's mutated. Um, one of those two possibilities, that's just speculation though, based off of this normal guy. Remember, I'm just a rideshare driver. I'm just doing this on my lunch breaks, giving you my opinions, my comments. I'm not a scientist, so you can't quote me. It's just speculation based off of what we're being told right now. But it's the most common sense speculation around. Okay, it's common sense, something that we can all see, ergo, it's common sense on common ground. Speculation or comment. Um, and that's that's it for right now. That's the case. Stay safe out there. That's all the reasons why I'm saying stay safe out there. Keep practicing your uh, your safety measures. And uh, stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Uh, hope that you keep hearing me and that you keep hearing my comments. If you have a comment to share, information to share, uh, look me up. Atownmytown at Gmail. Dot com. Once again, atownmytown at gmail.com. All lowercase letters. Okay? Um, atownmytown. And, um, you know, share that information. Share what you got. Okay? I'll reiterate it back in the, uh, in the, in the uh, comment section uh, when you scroll down to read. 
but yeah that's the case it looks like i'm doing these things once a month now instead of once every monday and go figure it's because i'm just so very busy right now uh trying to keep up with all these hijacked prices hiked prices higher cost of living and trying to catch a break no differently than all of you out there especially for all of you who are taking the time to hear me out okay whether it be at your workplace or at your house while you're getting dressed while you're having a wash shaving um you know i i i turn on the tv the media the the news uh and listen to comments and podcasts no differently than than you do i do it while you know working on my car i listen while cleaning house um laundry you know and uh i i'm thinking that you guys are doing that also um especially if you're just like me common sense on common ground always looking for that uh i appreciate it i appreciate all of you very well y'all take care stay safe keep on keeping on and we'll see you next time all right this is chris with chris's comments signing out